self-destruct sequence activated part three. It's the Great Reset of Grand Fork's best source. David Waterman with the Midwest Public Health Coalition in again as he is on every Tuesday here on the Great Reset. And your show today, by the way, is brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. And speaking of phones and phone numbers, our number here at the studios of GFBS is 701-213-0863. Feel free to call or text any questions for myself or David today. Now, again, uh, this show, The Great Reset, we don't put this on Facebook or YouTube because, um, well, they don't like what we have to say when you talk about the truth. So, you can Go to the GFBS Morning Update Podcast. Uh, let's see, what else can you do here? You can go to uh, gfbsource.com. You can click Listen Now. It's live. If you would like to chat, just click the uh, Twitch link in the upper left corner. And we're now on Rumble, too. It's posted on the GFBS Facebook page. So there is a way to get a hold of us. Uh, before we get going, it's time now for a daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Uh, you know, when older people say enjoy them while they're young, well, they're talking about your knees and your hips, not your kids. And I know what they're talking about. David, yeah, how are you? Hello, sir. I'm fine. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. Doing really good. John, um, it's, a, it's a good day. You know, things are melting. I know. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've just bought a hundred and some dollars worth of stuff for pumps because I've got to go home and start putting up pumps today. <clears throat> because I've got Lake Roberts in my yard right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lake Roberts. Yeah. Uh, you know, fairs, they have not changed uh, any numbers since March 1st. Uh, still 19,476 deaths as of March 1st from the uh, COVID vaccine. Uh, President Sleepy Joe signed legislation yesterday to end the national emergency for COVID-19. How about that? Uh, not till May 11th, but he did sign it. Uh, Sleepy Joe, by the way, has approval rating as of today, uh, 52.6% disapprove. 42.6 approved. Uh, Bud Light, we got to talk a little bit about it. He, he's oh. extended that. I'm sorry. He's extended the deadline uh, to uh, he's now it's now going to be. Wait, did you say May? May 11th. May 11th, right. Yep. It was April 11th and oh. now it's going to be May. Okay. May okay. And then probably sometime the beginning of May, it'll go it'll to June, June sure. 11th. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Just because he's got people whispering in his ear and Not he doesn't that he's know. he's never done that before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this whole Bud Light thing, uh, transgender TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney, uh, you know, he they had that deal. Um, and then and then the big uproar, you know, we saw uh, Kid Rock and all of this. And, and then the rumors, you know, Anheuser-Busch fired its entire marketing department. No, they did not. Uh, but Bud Light has not posted anything on social media for over a week. And uh, it is their biggest sales decline ever, <laughs> ever. 5.7% down, which isn't, to me, I thought it would be more. But 5.7%, if you sell a million cases a week, oh, yeah. that's a lot of money. That's a lot, lot of money. money. Um, also, some uh, more recent news. Uh, this one, 
I really have a hard time believing this one. Uh, Well, I don't, but uh, North Dakota Senate recently passed a bill to increase meal reimbursements for state employees while traveling within the state from $35 to $45 a day. Uh, That'll cost North Dakota taxpayers about a million bucks over the next two years. Now, however, less than two weeks prior to giving themselves a meal raise, this same Senate rejected a separate bill that would have provided free school lunches to all K-12 through students living at or below 200% of the federal poverty level. Now, this proposal would have expanded, uh, expanded on a federal program that already provides meals to students living below 130% of the poverty level. Uh, the rejected bill would have cost about $6 million over the next two years, but here's what got me. Uh, the report highlights that 13 Republicans voted against the school meal proposal while also supporting the reimbursement bill. No Democrats did, not a single one. And uh, one more here. Uh, North Dakota Senate overwhelmingly rejected a resolution to amend the new term limits law passed by voters in last year's general election. Uh, Limit legislatures and the governor to eight years in office or two four-year terms. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Extend. uh, They would extend it to 12 years for lawmakers, the governor, and other executive branch offices. It would also allow lawmakers to serve another 12 years after being away from their chambers for four years. They could also serve 12 years in the other chambers... uh, Blah, 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 blah. Can you read the first part of that? Yeah, North Dakota Senate has overwhelmingly rejected a resolution to amend the new term limits law that was passed by voters. Oh, good, good, good. So they they overwhelmingly rejected it. Yeah. That's good. um, Because term limits, you know what? Sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. I'm I'm done. I'm opposed to term limits, Except in situations like we have in American society today. <laughs> Except for what our government is like today. Well, it's, it's not the government. It's not the problem with the government. The problem is with the citizens mm-hmm. who don't pay attention to what's going on. They believe lies from, yeah. you know, from really solid organizations like CNN, the Constipated News Network. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, they, and they don't know the truth. They don't know what's going on. And as a result, they just keep just, pl- yeah, I'll vote for that guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've heard of him mm-hmm. before. I'll vote for him. They're uneducated. An uneducated voting public is a tremendous threat to our republic. Sure. And, and so, therefore, the only way to combat that is with term limits. I mean, obviously, the way to combat it is to educate people and to get people interested mm-hmm. in what's, who, their, who their lawmakers are and, and, and the executives and the judiciary, uh, judiciary who are sometimes voted for and sometimes appointed uh by another branch but but until the public wakes up and starts paying attention then term limits are the only way to stop the kind of tyranny and and corruption that we've seen uh, increasing in our in our country because it means that the bad guys buy their way in and then they're out yeah. after so many years and then you've got to get new guys buying their way in or you have an opportunity for genuine, responsible, God-fearing citizens to run for those positions. Right. It's just when we start to get to, uh, well, I mean, look at our president. Can't even hardly talk anymore. I mean, you you could throw out a million names out there. Nancy Pelosi. I mean, some of these have been around forever. But um, I'm still kind of uh, flabbergasted, or or maybe that's not the right word, but uh, how North Dakota Senate could shut down feeding poor kids in North Dakota in school, but then give themselves a lunch raise. That, you know, especially only a couple of weeks after they said no. I didn't even think about that. That is, that is comedy. 
<laughs> I mean that that's ridiculous. And and flabbergasted is a good word. I like Republicans. That that's that's what kind of got me. But so I, so the thing is, I would like to is I would have liked to have seen the details of both of those yeah. bills. I mean, obviously, a ten dollar raise is what they gave themselves because yeah, thirty thirty five dollars isn't enough for forty five dollars. Well, that's for a whole day. Yeah, it's not just lunch. It's no, I for could a whole eat, day. I could eat oh, on thirty five bucks a day. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, some people like more than. You know, Oreos and crackers. Well, see, right. no, but, right. the, but so the way that I work, like the per diem that I always got whenever I went anywhere was you get, you know, so say you're gone for three days, you get $180. Now, how you want to do that $180 is entirely up to you. Mm-hmm. So right. if you want a $60 dinner, you can have a $60 dinner, but then you're going to have to have an $8 breakfast. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know. Yeah, that's, no, I think that's, I think that's fair. I mean, with, look, inflation is real. Mm-hmm. And it's affecting all of us, mm-hmm. including and, uh, across kids. the board, and and including kids. And so, so the fact that they rejected, and I don't know because I didn't read that bill. Maybe there was something else in the bill that yeah. they didn't like. Um, you know what? Here's my well, my position is that it's not the government's responsibility to feed anyone. I really don't believe that. That's that's socialism or communism. I don't think it's the government's responsibility to provide a school lunch program or any of that stuff. I think that that responsibility falls on the church because that is something that the church is told in Scripture. God tells us to take care of the poor. That's a command given from God to those who have the means to take care of the poor. But it's not a command to government. It's a command to individuals. And the problem is, then, this is part of what we're going to be talking about today, is America's slide toward godlessness as the church becomes less relevant in our culture. Somebody has to step in and fill the gap. In this case, if you look back at the history of the social program, social welfare, welfare and things like that, it was the government usurping the authority of the church, making it harder for the church to do its job, and saying, no, that's okay, we got that, we'll take care of that. Because ultimately, the government wants to control everything. Uh, someone, a great man, once said, any government that's big enough to give you everything you want is strong enough mm-hmm. to take everything you have. I got, a, I got a question for this, though. So with the, you know, the increase, so they wanted the, you know, the money to make it so the kids had their lunches paid for, right? A certain few, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, now the par- they rejected that, so the parents are still having to fork over that bill. Now, with the, you know, the politicians or whatever that get the $10 increase because of inflation, has there been an inflation in costs of uh, lunches for kids? So are, are the parents paying more? Per lunch? Yeah, I don't know. I can't even address that because I, I yeah. mean, it, it, was that bill to change an existing program that's already buying lunches at a certain level for a certain number of kids? I, I don't even know. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I, I don't want to. You can ask me my opinion, but I can't really give it because I haven't seen the right. details. Kids right now, if they are living below the 130% of the poverty level, they get free lunches. Uh, okay. What they were trying to do was living at or below 200% of the poverty level. So it would have just added more kids. Oh, I see. Right. So that's what so so there it is. Thank you. Thank you. That's see John explained it. So in other words, in other words, if you're living at 100 do you say 130%? Yes. Okay. So so there's a poverty level, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a this is at 130% above the poverty level. Is what they're is yeah. what they're providing for right now. Yep, one hundred thirty percent below. 
Living below 130% of the poverty level, they get free lunches now. Below 130% of the poverty level. So in other words, the poverty level is here. 130% means you're above the poverty level by 30%. Yep. And they're saying that those kids now qualify for the school lunch program. Yeah. For for free lunch. Yes. What what this bill was saying was that they wanted to raise it to 200% above the poverty level. In other words, two times the poverty Mm -hmm. level. So in other words... If the poverty level, and I don't know what it is, let's say the poverty level is 35000 a year. They're saying they want it to be available for kids at 200% above the poverty level, which would be $70,000 a year. Mm. I probably would have rejected that too. If someone's making 70000 a year, they can buy their kids lunch. And how many more kids are going into poverty? Yeah, but the point is this is about, this is about people at two two times whose whose families are making twice the poverty level twice the poverty yeah. level so if the poverty level like i said if the poverty level is 35,000 a year i'll just tell you just a little a little side note we homeschooled all of our children and there were several years during that time because of various things going on that our family was below the poverty level mm-hmm. That that happened. That there were there were several years like that. There were tough years, but you know what? We still bought bought all of our children's curriculum, all their books, all their materials, and still provided you know field trips and other things for their education. And we fed them mm-hmm. ourselves with no money from the government. Yeah, but you didn't have to hire somebody to cook the food to feed them either. No, we couldn't afford it. And you didn't have to right. buy your food from U.S. Foods or U.S. Groceries or any of that kind of stuff. But we I, did have I to buy our food. No, we did. We we bought all. Hey, no, we bought all of our food. None of it was given to us. No, I know, I know. Right. So we didn't get subsidies for our food. Like the you know we didn't get any of the money that the schools get. Mm-hmm. We didn't get any taxpayer dollars to buy books. You know, if you send your kid to public school, you don't buy books. The school buys the books. Okay. The, the taxpayer buys the books. The kids just show up and you read the books. Mm-hmm. The computers, the whatever they have, all that's provided by the school system. Homeschoolers have to buy all their own stuff. Mm-hmm. So my point is that our, as a homeschooler, our bill for educating our, our children was significantly higher than anybody who sends their kids to public school because all I have to do is send them to public schools, send them to school. Oh. And the school buys that. They provide everything. Homeschoolers have to provide everything for their children. Aren't they trying to pass a bill to uh, have the uh, money follow the the kids now? Instead? They are, and I yeah, and I think that that's a good idea as long as there are no. I think that it needs because if be, that rule passed, and as a homeschooler, then you'd get your books paid for. It'd right? be great, yeah, absolutely. But, that's what it would be. That's what it would accomplish. But what right. it what it should? I think that a better way of doing that would be uh, with a tax credit as opposed to giving money, because when you give money. They attach strings, right? Strings are attached. Well, you can't buy those books because we don't authorize those books, or you can't use this material because we're not authorizing that kind of material. So to avoid having, does this make sense? To avoid having strings attached for homeschoolers, it should be in the form of a a tax break because you can't put strings on a tax break. You no, don't I, put I, strings I agree, on money I agree that you're, with that. That you're giving. Yeah. 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 Get, oh, get, it, so. get it back at the end of the year. Yeah. Y- yep. I'm fine with that. Yep. Exactly. Uh, we did get a comment from Sherwin. Just goes to show state government isn't any better than the federal government. I agree. <clears throat> well, I, I don't agree. I, I don't agree. I think that there's, I, because we can hold the state government more accountable. But again, my point is what the government, what, what our state legislature rejected was an increase in the number of kids who who qualify 
for free lunch. And if they're saying anybody who's making double what's considered the poverty level should qualify for a free lunch, I don't agree with that. I think that if they're at the poverty level, they should, they, maybe then they could qualify for a free lunch. 30% above the poverty level? I could probably go there. But say double the poverty level? No. Yep. no, I think that's just too much. Like I said, here's my point. Our family, multiple years, was below the poverty level, and we homeschooled all our kids, which means we paid for all their lunches, we paid for all their books, we paid for all their materials that no public school family has to pay for. We paid for all that stuff, and we were below the poverty level. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sure. So in other words, we got, we got nothing. Did you get food stamps, CBT, no. anything like that? No. Well, then we didn't. that was your fault. It was my fault. I, 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 ch- I chose not sure. to no, depend on mm-hmm. the government yeah, because um, I don't believe in that. I was raised uh, by a single parent. We were poor as hell. I got free lunch, and the, the lunch tickets were different than what the regular kids had. I didn't eat. I was too embarrassed. Yeah. So I just I wouldn't eat all day. Right. I think they had different lines in my school. If you, no, I just had different tickets. No, so, well, we had different tickets, but they actually made you go into different lines for the tickets. Yeah, so you actually a little had, bit more. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. But see, John. But see. But see. I think that that actually. Yeah. Could we have? Did we qualify? Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. We did. We mm-hmm. qualified for SNAP, EBT, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, no. I will provide for my family. No. I will. We'll find out. You know what? Uh, did we have uh, cable TV subscription? Do we have satellite? No, we didn't. There were, there were a bunch of things that we chose not to have that, that are luxuries mm-hmm. because we couldn't afford them. But our, our, our boys, none of our boys ever went to bed hungry. Yep. They never went to bed hungry. They never went to bed freezing because we didn't have heat in the house. We always had food, heat, shelter, and clothing. They yep. always had that. And guess what? Those are the essentials that many millions, billions of people around the world don't have. No, you're right. You're but right. Our, our boys had that. So... Poverty is a relative term, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Okay. I get it. Right. So there you go. So the great All right, reset let's go home. today. <laughs> <laughs> Got the thumbs up on, from that one uh, on that one by Dale. <clears throat> Self-destruct sequence activated part three. What in the world is going on in our country? I've never seen the kind of... So the self-destruct sequence is... That's, that's, that's America. We are in the process of, we're at an existential crisis point mm-hmm. where if, if things don't turn around and they won't turn around without you and you and you and me and you uh, out there, we all have to do something to turn things around because otherwise we'll wake up one day finding ourselves in a place where nothing we do is going to make any difference. So right now we have a choice to do something different. And make a difference. And it's going to be uncomfortable. You know what? Just like it was uncomfortable walking into a, uh, an establishment that said on the door, masks required, no entrance without masks. To walk in without a mask on, that's uncomfortable. Because everyone's looking at you. And so, uh, you got to put a mask on, right? That was uncomfortable. But enough people did it that mm-hmm. it, made, it, it made a difference. It made a difference. I guarantee sure. there were people that thought, why is he, how come he's doing that? I, there was one guy that came up to me. I was at a, I was at a store locally and uh, he was wearing a mask. It had a, it had a statement on it. I think it was something about Trump. And I said, oh, I like your mask. He said, thanks. You're not wearing one. I said, no, I don't wear them. I won't. I, he said, oh, 
You mean you can just not wear it? I said, right. It said on the <laughs> yeah, store yeah. when he came in, you have to wear it. So he took his off. He said, wow, thanks. I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> it's still, the, I hate this thing. The thing that still baffles me about back then, I mean, because I almost got in a few confrontations, but I, you know, have kids and I didn't want to go to jail. So <laughs> that's but, good. It's good to stay out of jail. But when you have when, kids, when you go into a store and you'd have uh, like some 18, 19 year old kids stocking shelves come over there and say, Hey, you got to put your mask on. Hey, you got to put and trying to chase yeah. you out the store. And it's like, you stock shelves for a living. <laughs> yeah. What the hell are you doing in my face telling me that I got to take yeah. a mask off or telling do anything? me I have to follow that arrow? Now, yeah. with, all, with, with, with all due respect, uh, I know some really smart people who have stock shelves. So, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I'm not, I'm not, right. I'm not dissing that. I mean, because right, a lot right, of people are doing that while they go to school. I know, I know. But, but my point, point is, is that you're, you're not a physician. You're, you're just somebody that works here for minimum wage. Get out of my face. Yeah, but they're also somebody, like you said, that's working. So it's the higher ups. That, you know, what do they say? Crap runs downhill. Okay, I'm going to make Jimmy, the 16-year-old sophomore in high school, I'm going to make him be my masked Nazi because I don't want confrontation from these people. So I'll let this kid who will probably, this will make him never want to work at this store again. Mm-hmm. But let's just make this kid go do all our dirty work for us because that's what they did. Well, you they didn't hid see in their the, mansions and their lake cabins and never yeah. came out for three months. Yeah, and you didn't, you didn't see the head of our local grocery store monopolies waiting in at the front doors of whatever store was there and say, oh, by the way, you can't enter unless you have a mask on. They're going to make somebody else do all their dirty work. Right. And uh, but the scariest part, the scariest part of that whole thing is that as we exposed on this show numerous times ad nauseum, the masks don't do anything to stop no. COVID. Well, OK, so, so, so going back into what you're talking about is that when you you know, you're talking about these people thinking that they have to wear masks. Well, everything would have been different if, you know, we went into those stores, which we had actually planned on doing and. Ganging back up on the other people, and you're like, so if somebody says comes over and says, "Hey, you you got to wear your mask, or you got to be in here," all of a sudden you got five people without masks going up and saying, "Hey, why don't you just take yours off or get the hell out of our way?" You're right, <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah, and I, I you know what? In, in retrospect, I, I do wish there are a couple of things that uh, that we thought about doing, talked about doing, actually kind of planned on doing, and then we we didn't do it because there was just so much stuff going on mm-hmm. that we had to be fighting and and keeping track of. Um, but that would have been. I, I, I would have been very interested to see how that went. Again, the scary part is all the people who complied with a lie. That's the scary oh, part yeah. to me. And, and that's the satisfaction I get out of the Great Reset. We've said this before, too. Uh, when we first started, I had a lot of people that were down on me. I yeah. had people threatening to pull advertising. I had people threatening not to come on the show because they thought we were a bunch of nut jobs. And now all these people, some of them hate to admit it. <laughs> but now most of these people will say, yeah, you're right. You were right. Yeah, I should have so- listened. I should have listened. Praise God for that. Yeah. And so hopefully that was a wake up call to them. So when they roll out the next big deception, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they'll say, wait a minute. Oh, hey, let's see. What's a great reset saying about this? Right. So (laughs) you said that Biden is stopping the COVID um, yeah, the emergency. Uh, yeah, it's the uh, the the, the well, see, national emergency for COVID nineteen. Okay, which so, causes them to to inject everyone with the toxin when they come in when they cross the border. Yeah, right. Okay. That's part. But of that. that's May eleventh. 
Yes. May 11th. Right? Okay, so the next um, emergency will be June. So probably June 28th. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll be right back to square one. And yeah. then we'll see if everybody falls yeah, for bird it Bird flu is coming back, all that kind of stuff. So well, yeah, there will be more. And, and oh, no, others. this one will be monkeypox. Right, because the, the monkeypox, because all the trannies out there are going <laughs> to... So, the, so there, right. there, there are much worse things than uh, than viruses, much worse things than mm. viruses that are being spread, and one of them is uh, this. Did you see this? In unprecedented case, Trump pleads not guilty to thirty four counts. Yeah, this guy Bragg. What a, I think he's got a great last name, Bragg, because that's what he'll, I'm sure that's what he'll do. Mm-hmm. Right? He'll just brag about the fact that he's you know. Yeah, I invited the president. And of course, he's not going to be end up bragging in the end because he's going to look like a complete idiot when this is all over. A lot of people are going to. A lot of people are going to. And they've even got... So this is the thing. This has never happened before in history. No. A president of the United States. And he's really the legitimate president. I, I'm fully 100% convinced. Oh, he is the legitimate sure. president mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. He won the election in 2020. Yeah. Fair and square. Fair and square by a landslide, most likely. Mm-hmm. There should be an asterisk by Joe Biden's name. <laughs> right. There yeah, should there be. Should, there, there should be. Yep. And, and he's part of the Biden crime family, which is a whole other story. But this is the, this is the, this is the scary thing. Um, our, our legal system, our judicial system, has been weaponized against political opponents. That's never happened before in the history of our country. That has never happened. There's always been on both sides a respect for the rule of law and for, at least for the legal system. Like you don't cross the line, you don't weaponize the legal. Some people would say, oh, what about what the Republicans did with uh, uh, with President Clinton when they tried to go after him about Monica Lewinsky? Yeah, well, he did everything that the Republicans were saying that he did with Monica Lewinsky. Yep. And um, and there's no way that Merrick Garland has been corrupted. <laughs> Remember that? Did you watch the, mm-hmm. the Lewinsky trials? Oh, sure I did. And Clinton's, you know, whole thing. I, d- I did not have sex yep. with that woman. Those stains uh, on that Ms. dress Lewinsky. weren't from me. I did not have sex. And then <laughs> later... To blow they, my nose. <laughs> later, when that came out, and it was... Proof positive that he did. What did he say? You remember? Oh, I, I thought sex was coitus. I didn't know that. Oral, yeah, yeah. Was, I didn't think oral sex was sex. I smoked marijuana one time, what? but I didn't inhale. Are you serious? <laughs> what? Anyway, because uh, this has never happened before. This indictment of a, of a sitting president. So, so what's? So here's an interesting perspective. And I'm going to reference him twice because Victor Davis Hanson is a brilliant man, um, a really sharp guy. And, and his, he makes a statement in this issue of the Epic Times that, that if this, this kind of opens up the Pandora's box, this opens the door to weaponize the legal system to use as a political weapon against anyone. And if the and and here's the here's here's his point. If that happens, we have no more republic. That's the kind of stuff that happens in in 
banana republics and third world countries where they weaponize the legal and judicial system against political opponents. They throw mud, they accuse, and then they have mock, you know, kangaroo trials, not mock kangaroo trials or mock trials against their political opponent and throw them in jail. Mm. You should have seen Corrine, uh Pierre, whatever the... What do they call her the world's oh, uh, worst press world? No, the world's oh, worst that, press, yeah, secretary, yeah. press secretary. Um, yeah, that one guy. Worst. What's the what's the one reporter that's always grilling her? Um, Ducey? No. Well, anyway, he said, "Well, you know, so what does the president have to say about you know the uh, what is it the indictment towards Trump? Yeah, because you know if this goes through, couldn't you know the same thing happen to Biden? You know after he's out of office." And she, oh God, it was like somebody dropped a squirrel yeah. down her pants. <laughs> that you know, would be, I, I like be how they, her answer to everything is the White House is looking at this very closely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's right. what she says. Well, the White House is looking at this very closely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, oh, well, no. On how to hide it. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> right. So, so what happens with Joe Biden? I mean, he is a criminal. Yeah. His son is a criminal. Mm-hmm. They've engaged in criminal activity together, which is actually racketeering. And because it's been ongoing, deliberate, and, um, and pre-planned, they have a crime syndicate just within that family itself. Oh, sure. Extending all the way to China. Um, so what's going to happen with them? Uh, this is not a political thing. It would be political if they were tr- using it to get Biden out of office. But Biden already has challengers on the Democrat side, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. has announced he's going to run as yep. a Democrat <clears throat> against Biden. Wow. How's that going to sit with with the Democrats around the country, who, especially the 42% who approve what he's doing? Yeah, right? all 42% of them. <laughs> so, so anyway, that's it. But I want to focus on this. And, and Victor v- Davis Hanson makes a really great point. He said that by... The, and the left, the, the communist left, the fascist left in this country, many of whom are members of the Democrat Party, have done this thing by indicting Trump. They've opened the door. And if the Republicans follow suit, if they start using, once we've got a majority, we've got a majority now in the House, if we start, if... if, if uh, um, I'm sorry, what's his name? The new uh, House uh, Republican um, House Speaker. Oh, uh, uh, Kavanaugh? Uh, no. No, no, no. no House Speaker. Um, um, yeah. I, yeah. He, um, what's his name? The House Speaker. Yeah, yeah. Pretend I tried to f- remember his name. Kevin and McCarthy? Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy. Is it Kevin McCarthy? Yeah, yeah that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to say. That, uh, no, that's he's the no. If Kevin McCarthy starts, starts bringing proceedings against political opponents in the same way that they've done against Trump. That's the end. That's the end of our country. And the liberal left knows it. Victor Davis Hanson may, because it means that now nobody is safe anymore. The message that's sent is if we can do this to Trump, we can do it to you. We can do it to anyone, right? Victor Davis Hanson uses this analogy. He said, it's a little bit like a teenager who goes absolutely berserk in his home and just continues this, this behavior that's just irrational and uh, destructive and doesn't listen to anything that his parents say, pushing his parents 
to do the same thing. Because as soon as his parents react the way that he's acting, then all bets are, are off, right? There's, then there's no order, there's no law, mm-hmm. there's no mm-hmm. rule. It's just a madhouse. Right. And that's the destruction of the family. The parents have you to act my like pla- adults. You were at my place last night? They've got to... <laughs> <laughs> the parents have to act like adults or else they lose their authority as parents. Yep. The Republicans have to act like they care about the rule of law. Sure. Or they lose their authority to, to govern. Right. And so that so so they've set up this kind of lose lose situation. If we don't respond in the way that if we don't do the same thing back to them, then they have a, a bludgeon to 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 attack and 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 bloody any Republican that they want any time they want. And we don't and, and we don't respond in kind. If we do respond in kind, it all becomes uh, a chaotic madhouse, and and our, our our country goes away, goes the way of the dodo bird, and literally that will mean death and suffering uh, at a level that no one in this country has ever seen before. It's not, it's not going to be any cakewalk. Uh, no, it's, I mean, we, yeah. Speaking so, of cakewalk, so talking about. <laughs> That, yeah. Um, you know, I'm pretty keyed up about tomorrow's show. Uh, we've actually got a couple of ladies coming in from Old for Heaven's Cakes. Uh, you know, we talk about their stuff uh, all the time. I mean, best cupcakes and cakes, doesn't matter if you got a special occasion or maybe you just got a sweet tooth. Old for Heaven's Cakes is it. North backside of the Grand Cities Mall here. They are open, uh, let's see, Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4, Saturdays 9 to noon. You can call them up, 701-757-CAKE, or go to overheavenscakes at yahoo.com. Uh, graduation, it's not that far away, folks. Uh, order your graduation cakes early. Can't wait for tomorrow. Tell you what, be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. Over Heaven's Cakes, right here in the Grand Cities Mall. And uh, we are back at a great reset. Self-destruct sequence activated part number three. Uh, David Waterman with the Midwest Public Health Coalition, excuse me, in the studio today. So what happens when you start talking about cake and cupcakes and get the burps? Um, reading uh, probably the best newspaper on the planet right there. Yes, um, sir. I, I don't know Epicons. if you, uh, by any chance, caught any of yesterday's show. Um, a lot of it had to do with, because we were talking about the new jail expansion with the mm. um, uh, the juvenile detention center and all of this stuff. Um and, and I asked one of our county commissioners, I said, how, how come it is that nobody knows anything what's going on around here anymore? You know, Foo Fung was kind of a shock to a lot of people. This jail thing is a shock. Um, asphalt plant in East Grand Forks, nobody knew about it, but they keep just pushing things through. And, well, we came to the conclusion, or at least I did, uh, the reason nobody knows about it is the reason we are here. Uh, yeah. The part-time, um, whatever we call it, you know, if it made it here because it gets shipped from Detroit Lakes to Fargo to Grand Forks. So we missed a lot of them this winter because of storms and interstates being closed down. But, okay, it's already in the fine print in our local whatever they call that thing. Uh, it's already in the fine print, which most people don't read unless they are looking for something like that. But if you don't get the newspaper. The paper. Yep. And, and it's just it, a paper. Yep. And Not only paper. Okay, it's just a paper. And it only comes twice a week yep. if you're lucky that it gets there. It was the same thing they told us at East Grand Forks. Well, the official news is the exponent who has um, a, a subscription rate of like 40 people. I don't know. But how are you supposed to find this stuff out if you don't know anything about it? Uh, well, and that's one thing that I was watching that and that really kind of pissed me off. Like, yeah, 
Because Bob Ross said, he's like, well, you don't have a newspaper. We don't have a, a, a news station anymore. And I'm like, you're sitting in one. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think the rest of the city should know that. We've yeah, been going, the, we've been here for three years now. We should, uh, we shouldn't have yeah. five people watching you us. We should have 60,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. Sherwin, by the way, added something and said, Bragg and the judge up to their necks in election obstruction. Election yeah. obstruction. Yeah. So, so I, I don't want to spend uh, too much time because we've got about five other items that we need to get to. But, um, Basically, they let me see if I can let me see if I can summarize. You know what they're charging him, right? They're charging him with 34 felony counts of falsifying business records in order to cover up this payment of uh, uh, to to Stormy Daniels. Stormy, you know, somebody called her somebody called her hooker. And then there was someone on one of the shows and someone made a big deal. She's not a hooker. She's an adult film star. I thought, oh, yeah, of course she's not a hooker. But what a stupid thing to say, because hookers are, are women that get paid to have sex with a guy. But adult film stars are women who get paid to have sex with a guy while somebody's recording it. Huge difference. <laughs> Huge difference, right? <laughs> okay. Um, you want to hear a joke? I don't know. Is it suitable for okay. family viewing? Well, I don't know if it's, it's necessarily a joke. It's more of a stat. Who okay. do you think makes more money, a prostitute or a drug dealer? Uh, wow, that's a drug dealer. You are incorrect, sir, because a prostitute can wash your crack and sell it again. So, so... Um, <laughs> So 35 <laughs> felony counts of falsifying business records in the first degree to which Trump pleaded not guilty. Uh, but here's what he's doing. Um, he, 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 oh, I should have highlighted this. Uh, they are, they're, what, what they're saying is that the, the risk involved, and Alvin Bragg, that's his name, Alvin and his chipmunks are going to try to put uh, President Trump down. Um, but what they're doing is they're, they're doing, he, he, uh, I'm sorry, Victor Davis Hanson says that the way that he's doing it is kind of like, it's kind of like charging a guy with, who's robbed a bank. Okay. So that's one crime, right? You rob a bank. Mm -hmm. He's saying it's like charging with, yeah, well, he also jaywalked, uh, after he parked his car illegally across the street. So we're going to charge him for illegal parking, jaywalking. And then um, for carrying a gun illegally into a uh, into a building where they said no guns, and then for pulling out the gun, and those are all separate charges. We're mm. going to follow you. No, no. The average Joe who doesn't even know anything about losses that's stupid. No, it's bank robbery. You, you don't you don't file all these additional charges yeah. to someone who's. But that's part of bank robbery. Mm -hmm. He pointed a gun also at the teller, which is also illegal. Yeah, yeah. Or and if you're a also, felon and blah, 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 I mean, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but the, no, no, that's what bank robbery is. Mm -hmm. It's robbing the bank and how they do it. So anyway, a number of people, including an attorney, let me see if I can find his name, uh, an attorney who sued President Trump um, you know what? I think I, you know what? I, I think I may have, uh, wait a second. Hold on. Give me one second. 
and including an attorney who sued Trump for another um, in like in Georgia, uh, thinks that this is going to backfire. And I hope that they're right. I, I they're uh, Trump's Trump's team is going to is going to file for a, a you know to have the to, to just have it dismissed before it even goes to court. Let me see if I can. Maybe it's maybe it's here. Well, um, I'm sure Trump doesn't have any good lawyers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got three, let's see, four of them in this picture. Um, I want to I, I move on. Uh, here, in true social, here's the, the message sent while he was still en route to the courthouse. Uh, heading to lower Manhattan to the courthouse. Seems so surreal. Wow, they're going to arrest me. Can't believe this is happening in America. Make America great again. Um, yeah, I, I think it could. Ju- Every American should take this. Should take a stand. This is what happens in communist countries, not the United States of America. Uh, Donald Trump is innocent. This is election interference, and that's true. That's Marjorie Taylor Greene. Okay, but I want to move on because I want to demonstrate that there are multiple abuses of our legal system. Another one has to do with this group right here: the weaponizing of Amer- the American legal system. Can you see that? You know who those guys are? Shenyan. Have you ever seen one of their performances? I've um, heard that they're terrible, and they just take all their money and put it in advertising. <laughs> I heard they're actually pretty good, but yeah, they are—they're uh, amazing. I, have you seen any video of? Them? I have. It's the stuff that they do is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unbelievable, and their goal is to show the world what China was like before the communists took over. Sure. So yep. they they use traditional Chinese dress and dance and they they want to show what the culture of China was like before it became before it was destroyed in communism. So needless to say the the the, the CCP doesn't want the world to know how beautiful sure. of a place China was mm-hmm. before they destroyed and how much culture they had and how much art they had. So uh so here's what's going on here they are um there's a global campaign to target Shenyang. Uh, Shenyang uh, hits close to home in New York. The classical Chinese arts performances are met with high acclaim each year and draw audience of more than a million people globally. While many theater degrees don't know is that the company is being targeted by systematic harassment, both around the world and on U.S. soil. By guess who? The Chinese Communist Party. And here's what they're here's the way that they're doing. They're attacking them on the grounds of. Um, of uh, they're saying that they're destroying the the planet. It's an ecological uh, disaster. What Shenyun is doing here? Here they are. Here are the people at Shenyun on the campus of um, of uh, Fei Tian College in Deer Park, New York. Look at these guys. You can tell that they hate the environment. Look at them. Look at them. Hmm. Can you see them there? Yeah. They look like a bunch of crackheads, right? Just trying to destroy the planet. Sitting there <laughs> on that grass, who knows how many insects they could be crushing underneath oh, sure. their yep. posteriors, yep. you know? Okay. <laughs> so they're being sued uh, by, a, by a group called um, NY Environcom. NY, that's New York, Environcom. Mm-hmm. Let's see, Environ, we can guess what that stands for. Environ. Paul, what's your guess? What a, NY, I'm saying, I'll do the NY part. That stands for New York. Environ stands for? Environment. Environment, yeah, or environmental. And what about the com? What do you think that stands for? <laughs> How about communist? <laughs> well, yeah. Because the guy that started it, 
uh, is a guy named Alex Skilla, who lived in China. He's an American. Okay. Alex Skilla is an American that lived in China for 15 years. Married a Chinese woman, comes back to America and starts filing law. And he starts this, this, this nonprofit called NY Environcom. And then he starts suing Shenyang for environmental infractions. Okay. Here, I'll, 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 I'll give an example. Some. He okay. moved back to the U.S. in, in 20, 2019. Uh, the single focus is to run this group, NY Environcom, which is wholly dedicated to the campaign against Dragon Springs. Dragon Springs is the, uh, that's a property that's owned by Shen Yun. Okay. And so they have uh, training there. They do their dance training, and they, uh, I, I think that they have uh, living quarters there for the Shen Yun performers. Okay. Um, and they listed uh, NY Environcom, and they've got ties to China. I mean, NY Environcom. Um, on its website, it's listed as a partner. NY Environcom lists as a partner on its website a China-based company branded as Frontier Environ. Frontier Environ. Skilla set up the company in 2019, shortly after he moved back to the United States and started his nonprofit. His wife, who's Chinese, serves the company's supervisor. The Chinese official records show... The company appears to be Skilla's only business venture that could provide a source of income, yet the company doesn't appear to be performing any actual work. Gee whiz, I wonder where Skilla gets his money. Then there's this other woman, Grace Woodward, who uh, the group has financially supported a local activist, Grace Woodward, who's also became one of the board members of NY Environcom. And, uh, and she's, boy, they're both a piece of work. I got a picture of both of them here. I'll, I'll show you in a second. <laughs> um, they don't appear to be performing any actual work. Skilla and Woodward have engaged in a pattern of meritless environmental lawsuits against Dragon Springs. Although all the lawsuits were dismissed in court, they were used to spur negative coverage Light. in local media. You follow me? Mm-hmm. They were used to spur, it's too hot. They were used to spur negative coverage in local media. So if you sue someone and if you make claims against someone, if you make claims against someone and file a lawsuit against them and you can get the press to cover it, even if the lawsuit is thrown out, what happens to the person who's being sued in the eyes of the public? Oh, they're already garbage. They get a black eye, yeah, don't they? Too Big late. time. It's mm-hmm. too late. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter the fact that these frivolous lawsuits have been yep. thrown out. Yep. Because they their goal is to damage Shen Yun. And the the you know, the 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 CCP is they're very clever, have not an ethical bone in their body, but they're very clever at going after their enemies. So here's an example. Um Woodward filed the law, the first lawsuit in 2019, claiming that the improvements to one of the entrances of, dry, of the Dragon Spring. Okay, they improved one of the entrances to the Dragon Springs property. Okay, and she claimed that that would disturb a wetland and damage her property, which was a vacant lot across the road. That's her claim. The suit was dismissed in 2020 by an Orange County Supreme Court judge, who ruled that there was in fact no wetland, and 
that Woodward and her co-plaintiffs made no, made, quote, had, quote, made no showing of any harm whatsoever, end quote, and that they had, quote, failed in all respects to provide, end quote, to provide evidence to back their claims. They're, 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 they're making stuff up mm-hmm. and then filing lawsuits, but they get press coverage. Sure, yeah. Woodward appealed the ruling the next year and failed again. Early in 2022, Skillet and Woodward filed this, uh, a suit alleging that Dragon, Str- Dragon Springs had released wastewater with fecal coliform into the local river. They then announced an action at a news conference and managed to get several negative articles about Dragon Springs, Dragon Springs published in the local media. So it's working. Their, their attack against Dragon Springs is working. It's getting local news coverage, which makes Dragon Springs and Shen Yun by association look really bad. That lawsuit was also dismissed. They've all been dismissed, by the way. They've all been dismissed. So, so I'm not going to go into all the details, but again, this is the courts, the court and the legal system being weaponized in order to wage a uh, a public campaign mm-hmm. in the news media against an enemy of the Chinese Communist sure. uh, Party. There's a there's a fellow who's a, a pretty pretty sharp guy who wrote a book. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of his book. Uh, uh, Trevor Loudon is his name, and I can't remember what book he wrote. Um, but he has written extensively studied extensively and written extensively on the CCP's tactics against their enemies in America. And this is what he says. Um, He says um, that, uh, I'm sorry, it would would seem the most obvious conclusion that the CCP is involved. Casey Fleming, CEO of Black Ops Partners and counterintelligence expert, agreed that such a move would be right out of the CCP's playbook to file these lawsuits. The regime's pursuit of strategies of unrestricted warfare and hybrid war. And here's the quote, hybrid warfare using any and all aspects of society. Think about what we've just experienced with COVID-19. That the CCP's strategy is to use any and all aspects of society as tools to achieve the same objectives as a war, to defeat and dominate the enemy. So they're not shooting bullets or, or using bombs or missiles. Mm-hmm. But their, their objective is, just, is the same. It's to defeat and dominate the enemy. He told, this is a, in, a, in a quote from the Epic, uh, interview that he made with the Epic Times last year. He said this, they, and this is, this is the key point right here. They use any and all methods, religious warfare, economic warfare, drug warfare, education warfare, family warfare, everything you can possibly imagine, end quote. So, yes, cultural is absolutely critical for them to unwind our society and take over. And environmental activism also can be exploited for the purpose of frustrating economic development and serving as a cover for intelligence gathering. So we've got these people who are doing nothing to harm the country or the environment. And by the way, we've got the cleanest environment, I think, of any country in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the laws protecting the environment in America... Uh, are second to none. If I'm wrong about that, call in. We, I've been to other countries, and I've seen what's allowed oh, yeah. in other countries yeah. outside the United States. Um, and then we have what? Then we've got these guys who want to come in and 
uh, make this Fufeng plant? What do you think they were going to? Do you think that's going to be good for our environment here in Grand Forks? Absolutely not. No. They've got this asphalt plant. Want to go up in in Eastside, right in your backyard, mm-hmm. within a mile of schools. But they, but but that's not Chinese. But Shen, no, but Shen, no. But no. The point is that there's no equity. There's no balance. So on the one hand, if it doesn't serve to further the interests of the communist parties around the world, um, then it doesn't matter what kind of yeah. environmental hazards might be involved in something. On, on a much smaller scale, and I just want to add this in, when, when, when you did mention and what we're talking about now, um, how the East Grand Fork City Council, um, minus Clarence Vetter, all voted for this asphalt plant to be in city limits, but yet... Uh, one of them, um, <clears throat> Rhea Pell, uh, said, <laughs> we don't want laying hens in city limits because, ooh, by golly, I used to live next to somebody that had laying hens, and ooh, man, those are bad. But let's bring an asphalt plant <laughs> in the city limits. I just had to get that out of there again because these knuckleheads on the city council over on the other side of the river, they think this is done, and it's not. Anyway, sorry, David. No, it's okay. So, so there we have. So they're using the legal system against president trump quite in in contradiction to what the law is intended to do sure right yeah uh they're using it against okay they're using it against shen yun and 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 here's a little known story that came out i'm sure that you'll never see this anywhere other than the epic times do you know the name ricky vaughn a social influencer Ricky Vaughn, his, his real name is Douglas Mackey, hmm. but his online persona is Ricky Vaughn. <clears throat> He's been found guilty of using memes to interfere in the 2016 election. <laughs> who, who won in 2016? Oh, yeah, that's right, Trump. Mm-hmm. All the illegal activity that was done on behalf of Biden and Hillary Clinton, oh, that's not, oh, yeah, well, that's not election that under the rug. Yeah. The, 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 the way that Facebook and Twitter and all the other ones use... FBI. Used, used their platforms mm-hmm. to promote Democrat elections, right? So one of the things that they did, we know this for a fact because of a Democrat who did his research, that they, they sent out, don't remember to vote. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to vote. Go vote. But they sent those to this, this many Republicans yep. and this many Democrats. Sure. Because oh, yeah. they know who's who, because mm-hmm. they've got all that, right? They've got all the information about who we are. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that wasn't election interference, was it? No, no. That wasn't election interference. That's okay. like us trying to get Democrats on this show. Right. <laughs> None of them will take the invite. So check, the, check this out. Check this out. This guy who's using comedy, and by the way, comedy and, uh, and um, uh, comedic forms like, um, like satire. Mm-hmm have been protected speech for political, uh, addressing political issues for centuries Mm -hmm. in America, at least two centuries. Except today, in in, in today's pseudo-communist culture, right? It's the the new communist culture Mm -hmm. in America. Then you can't do it anymore. Listen to this. Online influencer found guilty. A man who posted memes about the Hillary Clinton campaign during the 2016 presidential election has been found guilty of one charge of conspiracy, of conspiring against the right to vote. 
according to the statement released by the Eastern District of New York. Oh, wow, what a surprise. New York. That's where Trump's being tried. In New York. Mm -hmm. Douglas Mackey's online persona, Ricky Vaughn, a reference to the sports comedy film Major League, was on trial for a charge of allegedly conspiring. Oh, by the way, conspiracy requires at least two people. Mm -hmm. You've got to have two people to have a conspiracy. Mm -hmm. Two or more. Of allegedly conspiring against people's right to vote with memes or generally satirical online images, including one, get this, you're, gonna, you're not going to believe, I'm gonna, you're all going to be shocked, your mouths are going to drop open, and you're going to be stunned into speechlessness when you hear the horrendous thing that this man did, what he published online. <clears throat> he published an image depicting an African-American woman standing in front of, uh, of quote, African-Americans for Hillary's sign, and the meme instructed people to vote by text during the 2016 presidential election. Okay. Th- that's it. Didn't Kathy Griffin or Griffith or something, didn't she have like a, a <clears throat> meme of her like holding Trump's head? head? Yeah, yeah. She tore his head off and all that, and but she got he, in a little bit but, of trouble. But, but listen, this man has been found guilty mm-hmm. in a New York court of election interference because he published a meme with 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 a, an image of an African-American woman standing in front, okay, let's say a black woman standing in front of a African-Americans for Hillary sign and the meme, the meme instructed people to vote by text. You can't vote by text. Yeah. <clears throat> because of that, he's been found guilty of conspiring against the right to vote. Conspiring against the right to yeah. vote. In America... <laughs> Found guilty yeah. in America. I don't know what his what his fine is. I don't know. Is he going to jail or is he going to have to pay thousands of dollars? He's found guilty of one count of conspiring. It's so conspiring against the against people's right to vote. Well, who decides if it's freedom of speech now? Can I get a crickets uh, sound effect for him? I, I don't. I don't get it. This is America. Mm-hmm. This, okay, that's my point. The law, the judicial system, we're at, uh, we're at uh, ground zero of the destruction of our country. Let me just very quickly. You know, I, I, I kind of wanted to add a little bit on that. I have a very good friend of mine who is a bail bondsman, mm-hmm. and um, he said that the, the business is horrible. And I said, why? And he said, well, ever since COVID, um, they're just, there's no bonds for people. They don't want them in jail. They just want to set them on their way. So, okay, if, if, if you, you know, you talked about robbing banks, you know, how many different charges you could get against you. Uh, they're going to give you the least amount of charges possible. And they're also going to set your bond as low as possible. So you do not need a bondsman. Odds are you won't show up for court again then. But um, it's, it's funny how this is all changing. Alvin Bragg, by the way, this joker, he is he's actually come right out and said that he's not going to prosecute certain violent yeah. crimes. Yeah. He's not prosecuting them. And guess what? If the prosecutor won't prosecute, there's no one left to do it. No. And they, they, just they gonna, go free. You think it's going to get better? You think if we don't prosecute people anymore for violent crimes, they're just going to stop? You know, one of them is carjacking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to persecute people for carjacking. No, right. Because you know that should. You should oh, just let him take the car. Just let him. Well, in just my opinion, then we should all be able to carry our damn guns and shoot them. Mm-hmm. Somebody oh, pulls a no. gun out on oh, me and says, "Get out of your car! I'm oh, taking it." No. They're going to get a 38 right to the face. No, you I are, don't care. See, you're a bad guy. I'm. I am because you want bad guns. Man. Guns are bad. Self defense <laughs> is bad. You know, a friend. Uh, a friend sent me a, a meme a little while ago that said, uh, I mean, it was a cartoon. I mean, it was too long for a meme. Anyway, it said, uh, I'll see if I can remember. <clears throat> the, uh, a, a group of sheep watched a wolf come into the flock and attack one of the sheep mm-hmm. and kill it and eat it. Mm-hmm. The sheep who saw, who witnessed the attack, Notice that the sh- that the, the the wolf had sharp teeth. Yep. Yeah. 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 So all the sheep had their own teeth removed mm-hmm. in order to protect themselves. <laughs> that made a lot of sense, huh? <laughs> and no, it's exactly the same. No, I, you I know, know, but that goes along with gun yep. control and gun mm-hmm. restrictions and gun mm-hmm. confiscation, a gun little, registration. Little tip here. That's the same same philosophy. Maybe you can back me up on this because I'm not exactly positive, but if you do have somebody that tries to, you know, pull a gun on you and steal your car and you end up shooting them in the back. When you go to court, make sure you tell them that that person said that when they take your car, they're taking it to go murder somebody else. Because uh, then legally you have the right to shoot them because they are making an attempt to go do another killing of some sort. But if they just find out that you shot him in the back because he was trying to steal your car. You're going to jail. Yeah, I think that that would work. Um, I think that that would. <laughs> I think that that would work on a TV show. Uh, in real life, please don't try it, because if you shoot someone in the back, uh, you're going to jail. Yeah, almost without question. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal: as a citizen, you have an absolute right to take someone's life in self-defense. Sure. If you, if you, and it's got to pass the reasonable person's uh, test. Right, so if a reasonable person would feel like they were in your same situation at risk of life or grave bodily injury, then taking the life of another person is justified. And you can make that decision as a citizen of the United States. In fact... Oh, well, that's what the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing was. No. It was, you know... Right. Was it self-defense or was he protecting property? So... Yeah, so how that plays out in court depends on the attorneys and the judge and the jurors and how well they're informed about what's what what the truth is. But but that is a only in America, really, in America you have that right as an individual, as a citizen. You can choose because you are facing imminent grave bodily harm or death as a result of this person's proximity to your person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can choose to end their life nobody else can do that you know doctors can't even do that if nope. a doctor wants to pull someone off life support they got to get the yep. you know approval of all the different people mm-hmm. and it's got to be part of the all done in a certain way you don't have to go through any of that if you if you feel that you are at threat of losing your life or suffering grave bodily harm you can make the decision right now if you've got the means to take the life of another human being mm-hmm. okay and if it passes the, the 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 test which is the the common everyday average joe would say wow if i was in that situation i'd feel the same way so in other words if the situation 
doesn't pass that test, if an average guy would say, you felt like you, they were going to kill you just because the guy said, uh, I hate your guts and I'm going to kill you. But he didn't have, he didn't have a weapon. Mm-hmm. He, he wasn't even close to you. And he, he said things like that in the past and never followed through. Uh, sorry. That doesn't, no, I don't buy it. No, no. no. You're, in that case, and you shot him, you're mm-hmm. going to jail. Yeah. So, so, so police have a responsibility to protect other citizens. Mm-hmm. But you don't. I mean, unless it's immediate. Sure. Unless it's immediate. So if a police officer thinks that someone is going to go on, and even then, if a police officer shoots someone in the back, they're in, they're, they're in trouble. Sure. Because, because as soon as someone's turned away from you, you are no longer being threatened by them. You're, the, yep. the, the immediacy, mm-hmm. the imminent danger to you is now gone. Mm-hmm. The immediate danger is now gone. Right? So you can't say that you, feel, you felt threatened by them. And you do not have a responsibility to generally protect society. And just because a guy says something doesn't give you any authority. I mean, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't right. wash. Right. It wouldn't wash. And, and, and because any juror would say, oh, anybody who shot someone in the back would say, oh, yeah, I heard him say, I'm going to go kill my grandmother. Right, right. Right? That would become all of a sudden the, the standard defense mm-hmm. of someone who shoots someone else in the back. Yeah, they told me they were going to do this, so it wouldn't work. Sorry. <laughs> but I, there, there are people that say that, just like there are people that say, yeah, if you shoot someone out on the porch, drag them into the house because oh, yeah, now they're— Oh, yeah, for sure. No, guess what? You go to jail. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know what? Forensic examiners are really smart, and they know that body got dragged 10 feet from where it landed. They can figure that stuff out pretty easily. You know, still, if it's my life or yours, I don't care if I'm going to jail or not. It's not going to be mine. Well, if you're justified, I mean, if mm-hmm. you really were at, at, at a true threat to your... Yeah. Everybody should... If it passes the reasonable person's... That's it. It's got to pass the right. reasonable person's standard. A yep. reasonable person would feel in you know, would feel threatened. If you just panic and you are fearful, but it's not reasonable fear, if it's irrational fear, you're still going to jail. Yeah, I mean, I think every every adult citizen should be able to carry a firearm for self-defense with the thought that hopefully you never, ever, ever have to fire it. Yeah, exactly. And and, and I think we'd all, I think it'd be a much better place, you know? But, yeah. 100% of the population, the adult population, had handguns uh, in their purse, their pocket, their jacket pocket, whatever. And uh, 99% of them never get fired. Be perfect world. Be yeah. great. And, and, uh, and it's, a, it's been proven time and time and time and time again that in an armed uh, community, uh, oh yeah, crime goes down. Sure, it does because the criminals don't like mm-hmm. getting shot no. any more than anybody else. They don't, they don't like it when you point a gun at them. No, they don't. They don't like that. In fact, a lot of the a lot of the time, in fact, mo- based on my limited research on this subject, most of the time they run, they flee. Yes. They, oh yeah. They're, they they're having to point a gun at they you. They cry like little babies. But you point a gun back at them, all of a sudden mm-hmm. that changes their perspective. They poop their pants and they and cry they, like little babies. And they're out of there. They're yep. probably like, wow, he probably actually knows how to shoot this he thing. He might know yeah. how to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that one's probably legal. Yeah. There are people who have pointed um, toy guns oh, yeah. and, at armed citizens and, and, shot. Been, and gotten shot and killed. Sure. And the armed citizen is justified. Because, You're darn right. Because a re- the reasonable person's test 
says, I didn't know that gun was a toy gun. No, it's not like toy guns when we were kids. The toy yeah, guns they got rid of like them damn guns. They, I remember they, they had the, the coolest water water guns that yeah. looked like, I mean, you could get like the bazooka yeah. launcher, you could get the Uzi, yeah. and they looked lifelike. And I mean, that's why they got taken down, because some kid got shot because he was holding one. Same with laser tag. I used to love the laser tag. It was black. It had like like nice little yeah. red stripe, really futuristic <laughs> right. looking. No, the new ones, they just look goofy because they can't look like guns anymore. Yeah. They got to look yeah. like footballs. Look like George Jetson guns and or the, something. And the ones that do look like guns because they, they make some airsoft guns that are actually exact mm-hmm. replicas of real guns. Yeah, but like airsoft Walther. is a... I mean, that's more of a competitive sport. Than right. And, but they, and they all have orange tips on them. They have to have an orange tip. By law, they have to have an orange tip. You can see some of the guns there. And if you Those are water them, pistols yeah. from yeah. back in the 80s. Yeah, down that yeah. one down there. In the, in, I had that Uzi. That yeah. Uzi was awesome. Mm-hmm. But, but, but we digress. So, yeah. um, so we got, you know what? We basically got through uh, <laughs> one <Nothing>. third. <laughs> we got through... <laughs> No, we got you one third. I mean, the, so this, so this is what I was planning to talk about today: the weaponization of the courts and the legal system against non-criminals. Okay, the dangers and ease of prosperity. That was the second part, and then America's downward slide toward godlessness and the inevitable destruction that follows. Uh, that was the show today. Sorry, folks, we only got to one third of it. Part four next week. So part four next week. <laughs> and, right. and I will talk about uh, this this article also by Victor Davis Hanson, um, where he asks, "Are we the Byzantines? Okay, are we the Byzantines?" And it's a very, very. Uh, that was Byzantines. <laughs> it's a very, very. No, seriously, good. Isn't it, isn't it the, the Byzantine era? Byzantine era. By. It says, by, but it says Byzantine. Oh, jeepers. All right, guys. Thank you very much. <laughs> going to argue about a word now. We'll, we'll take this off. Um, uh, the Byzantines, Byzantines. Um, the Byzantine Empire. Spell Czechoslovakia. Uh, self-destruct <laughs> sequence activated part three. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming in today. David Waterman with the Midwest Public Health Coalition. And, of course, Paul, the Thank producer here with Grand Fork's Best Source. Uh, love, love, love the Great Reset. Can't wait till next week. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Live Vantage for bringing you today's show. You know, if you're one of those people that takes collagen, a lot of people do. Maybe you have, maybe you have not heard about the one-of-a-kind collagen that not only replenishes your body, but it helps your body create its own collagen too. And it does this by using natural products and then it maintains it. You'd like to find out more about this amazing product? Contact Steffi Kronelka and Light Vantage for more information. Check out stephk.lightvantage.com or text 701-230-9306 or email skbesthelp at gmail.com or you can click on the link on gfbestsource.com. It'll go directly to Light Vantage. Hey, biohack your life with Life Vantage, all right? Um, you know, we talk about their fabulous treats on the show all the time. Well, maybe it's about time we meet some of the people at Over Heaven's Cakes. Frizz and Margo from Over Heaven's Cakes, they're going to join us tomorrow. And, uh, you know, I'm fingers crossed, hoping they bring us some awesome treats. Uh, at least I hope they do. Hey, remember, everybody, to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. You'll never miss a show. Grand Cities is a wonderful place. Grand Fork's best source is giving it an identity again.